Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Jacob here today, joined by Terry. And today we have kind of an interesting episode for you guys. This was not a formal podcast recording. Um, This was just a meeting that was between me and Terry um, that we just happened to record. And in hindsight, uh, I thought, man, that could make a good podcast because we got into some really, really good discussions. But for a little bit of context here, um, essentially, if you guys haven't heard either from the blog or from other podcast episodes, I'm preparing to take a uh, six-month sabbatical, if you will, from all my work to go on a uh, mission trip, which I'm super, super excited about, um, but a little disappointed to be having to leave behind a lot of my work with TFF and my other businesses. Um, and so essentially, we're right now kind of preparing for this transition period where I'm going to be stepping away from TFF and the rest of the team is gonna be carrying on without me. Um, So as you can imagine, there's a lot involved with this kind of transition. And so this meeting that Terry and I were having was kind of just discussing um, the logistics of this transition. Terry's gonna be the new leadership of TFF going forward. And so we were kind of just, you know, figuring out what this would look like and uh, whatnot. And so we kind of got into an interesting discussion about what exactly it looks like for um, a, an organization to succeed um, long term without the original leader. And so um, that's probably something along the lines of what this podcast will be titled. Um, but we just got into a really good discussion about, you know, how as a business or an organization do you succeed um, during like a, a time of transition where you're transitioning from one set of leadership to another. So um, I, I think you guys are going to enjoy this one if you happen to be in some sort of similar situation. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. One thing I'll mention to you is um, I think passing on an organization or a business is probably one of the hardest things that you'll ever have to do. I don't, I'm just reflecting on the book. I don't have it with me, but there's a book called Good to Great. And he basically analyzes different companies and why some are good and why some are just freaking fantastic and why some last 30 years and some last a hundred years. Right. And the ones that last 30 years might've been solely successful during one entrepreneur's lifetime. The original founder who brought it to success, you know, it was doing great. And then when he passed it off, if he did that incorrectly, if he, was too micromanaging if he controlled like if he was too controlling if he didn't it, it, it's it's a whole book i'm not going to summarize it in 30 seconds and it's also been a little while since i've read it but it, it makes me reflect on on kind of that and i don't guess i don't have much of a wowing piece of wisdom or something to drop here i guess but it's just an interesting little point you're mentioning um yeah so I, all that to say i think the period that tff is going through right now is probably going to be one of the most difficult of one because i mean i can't think of a harder problem for an organization to fit to face like the original founder the original drive for that progress project growing up of a sorts and shifting to other things like that's not bad but it's also very difficult for the original project like for the original organization um yeah so it's, it's interesting interesting i'm curious while we're on the topic 
what is your what is your end vision for TFF? What was it when you originally started the blog in 2019 of yeah, in the fall of 2019? What is it today? What would make you reflect back on your time with TFF and think like, you know, yeah, this was really fun. This was great. And I'm I'm super happy with the position it's in right now. Or one thing I'll add in there, or, and this is, there's no right answer here. Do you feel that you've learned everything you can from it? I mean, cause this has been a massive learning experience for everyone involved. I would, I would wager. Like I've learned so much from working with TFF. Like doesn't even matter the amount of money it's like made or all that. It's like just working with an organization that we've just created from scratch and people, it's just, it's overall been a fantastic project. Um, do you think you've gotten everything you could from TFF or that you're happy with where it's at right now and what you've put into it, what you invested in, what the, the return for your effort invested and are just happy with letting new leadership define its direction? I'm just curious what your what your feelings about the organization as a whole are. Fast forward five years, where would you want it to be? Would you still want to be deeply involved or not as involved? Would you? I guess there's kind of three layers of involvement. You know, regularly involved um, within within the organization, creating things or creating new projects or leading. Somewhat involved as like a mentor to future leadership of the project and like occasionally coming for podcast episodes every once in a while or just checking in every couple months setting goals and just answering questions of new leadership or not really involved as in you know maybe you subscribe to the email list and you're just occasionally checking the site and like oh you know reminiscing about the good old days and you know look where it's at now and it's on its way and doing its own thing kind of what's your what's your feelings about it what's your end goals where, where do you see yourself in tff in five years is it intertwined? Is it somewhat separate? How does that define where you would like TFF to be for you? I don't know. That's just kind of my, I've threw a lot of questions out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's really no right answer to any of that. I'm just curious. I'm laughing because it feels like this is a podcast episode. Now you're, you're interviewing me about <laughs> very complex matters. Hey, maybe we'll turn this into a podcast. I don't know. Who knows, um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to jump back. First, what you're saying about good to great. Um, I like bought the audiobook of that and then mm -hmm. I started listening to it, but maybe got two minutes in and then I never finished it. Um, I've done that so before. I need to, I need to actually read that because that's obviously one of the, I think best business books of all time, at least from what I've heard from other people. Um, mm -hmm. but anyways, I just wanted to quickly touch on like, I think you're exactly right with that's probably the hardest thing for a business or organization is to transition from the original founder um, to that new leadership. And I, I'm seeing that now with where I'm at right now in life. Like I was telling you, I've learned so much about business just the last few weeks as I've been transitioning out of my businesses for now. Um, so just, yeah, very valid point. And I think 
it's kind of like the testing period or, or testing ground, whatever you want to call it, to see if TFF is really one of those like great organizations. Because mm-hmm. um, you could look at something like Teens Got Sense, who was like our, <laughs> Make not, not our mentor, but like our role model, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we just saw them die off one day and then it was like, just sad and it was because that like traditional or or, or that original leader grew up stepped away um, but there was nobody like fill that gap properly uh and i think that kind of separated well i'm hoping we could separate ourselves from them with this transition and it's going to come down to like having that good leadership like i've been talking to you about um and i think you you are the person that's meant for this. And I think we've spent like a lot of time really getting you ready for this. And I think you've kind of developed into a person where um, you have the skills and everything you need for this. So fully confident in that. Now to get to your, I'm gonna say it's a two part question cause you like asked me one part and then you added on to it with a whole bunch of other questions. But the first part um, you're basically saying like, what was the original vision? Um, my first thought that came to mind was there, there was no vision, um, which isn't true, but I didn't have a clearly like defined path or, or goals or anything like that. I think it was sort of like, I saw what was out there on the market for a teen focused, um, financial literacy website. And there was basically nothing. Um, teens got sense was the only thing, but it had literally just died within the last few years and, or months. I don't really remember, but I think I saw that need, if you will. And then I, I had the desire that I had always wanted to start a blog and see what that was like. And I've told the story a million times, but I always wanted to basically, well, I was looking for ways to make money online. Right. And then I just stumbled upon blogging. I'd always wanted to start blogging. So I saw the need. I had like the desire um, and I wanted to make some money. And so I put all those together and just started T financial freedom. Right. Um, there really, there was no, well, I'll say this. I think the vision entirely changed once it became bigger than a one man operation. Because my only plan with it was I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to blog every single week. And so for the first like month, I did just that. I put like so much effort into writing those blog posts. um, And it was just a a one man show. I was doing um, the planning, the writing, the publishing, uh, the social media stuff, the marketing, all of it. And then it all changed once Joshua came on because I quickly realized that you could grow a lot faster and turn this into something much bigger with more than one person, right? Because right away he was able to write blog posts um, to help with social media. Um, He just added so much to it where I realized like, okay, we could do something with this. Um, Then fast forward to you and Amanda joining. um, Then we like, we didn't, we didn't just have two people. We have like a team now, right? And we could do a lot more with team. And then I think it was through those outside people who are now insiders, but like 
um, it was through you guys and through other outside opportunities that I kind of came up with more of the vision for it because I never had an idea for the course until I don't even remember how we got that idea. Was it you that came up with it? What was it? That's a good question. I think it, oh. I think it did somewhat originate. Yeah. I remember, cause I remember asking my, one of my mentors about it. He thought it was a good idea. I asked my parents about it. They thought it was a good idea. And I started interviewing some people on campus about it. Yeah. And they were all, and they were also fairly on board with it. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, never had the idea for that until you brought that up. Never even once considered podcasting until Caleb threw that out. Um, and so it was never like day one, it wasn't like, all right, we're going to make TFF and we're going to have a blog, a podcast, work on a course, um, grow it into a team of six people and do this, this, and this. It was never that. It was just like, here's an idea. Here's a need. Here's my desire. Let's start it. Um, so I think the vision has kind of changed over time. So I don't think I've ever had a super clear vision. That's probably where we've had some leadership problems or some problems getting excited about TFF or really working on it because there, there isn't like clearly defined end goal, if you will. Um, but I think that's just kind of the nature of TFF because I don't want there to ever be an end goal. I don't want there to be like a point where we reach and it's like, okay, we've got um, what we wanted out of this, like we're done. And this kind of answers the second part of your question with basically you're asking, have I got everything I wanted out of TFF? Um, could I walk away right now and be happy? Yes. But do I want to walk away right now um, and just call it good? No. So what I mean by that is, as you said yourself, um, has this made a ton of money? No. But the amount of stuff we've learned from this has been like crazy. Um, everything that has to do with websites that I know now came from this. Um, every, not everything, but a lot of what I know about finance in general has come from writing posts and doing research about um, stuff we were creating content for. Um, everything I, let's see, everything, well, not everything, but a lot of what I know about business has come from this. Um, the podcasting, an amazing experience, getting to interview with all of those people um, is really something that I think really kind of helped fill up that like fulfillment from TFF. Um, just cause we've learned so much, just got to interview and meet so many cool people. Um, just the networking that came from that. It was crazy. Um, we've talked about that a lot before, but so anyways, I guess I could say I'm happy with where it's at right now. And, and maybe that's part of the problem as well as like, I'm kind of content with what I got out of it. Um, which is why I think I'm okay with somewhat stepping away. But as I said, I don't want it just to completely end. And, and then kind of the last part of the question you asked was like, what do I see my involvement as? Um, with my overall life vision, I don't think TFF is one of the things that I need to be or want to be super, super involved in. Like it was like the first level of involvement you mentioned, like basically the involvement I had before this trip, um, being like the head leader of it, uh, doing basically everything or having at least my, my hand in everything. 
um, whether it be podcasting, social media, all of it. I see it more as that like level two involvement of I want to be available to help, um, to help guide, to mentor, to hop on meetings every once in a while. Um, but I don't want to be like that forward facing yeah, day to day face, the face of the, of the organization. Um, cause I, I really want it to be like something that's bigger than myself that transcends myself and lasts longer than myself. Mm. Um, and so I don't want, that's like the level one. I don't want that. I don't want the level three of like no involvement. Cause as I said, I don't want this to die out and just be done. Um, mm. so I see it more as like in the middle, that level two involvement, somewhat involved, but not super involved in the day-to-day or week-to-week operations. So there's the answer to your question. Let me know if I missed any parts of it. No, that answers it very clearly. Appreciate that. Yeah. That might just be a good podcast episode. We'll see. <laughs> but um, hmm. yeah, I think that was <laughs> just ended up being a really good little chat about we started with uh, five item checklists and ended with uh, uh, surgical synopsis of the history and why and heartbeat of TFF, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's very something. interesting. So. But you know what it does for me, at least, I'll mention here is it helps clarify it helps me clarify what exactly because I'm, I'm in a similar boat as you um long term i don't see myself being a point person for creating content and stuff because i've never been super great at that one second my brother's calling me yeah go ahead tell him something um where was I? Um, like a point person. I mean, I wouldn't mind being somewhat involved either in, in, you know, helping, helping any future like point leadership with TFF. Um, but I'm also like not a social media genius or content, like genius content creator either. So I don't know if I'd be the best, like quote unquote mentorship for that. Um, one sec, brother's texting. However, what I will say is, um, I don't want it to die out either because I think there is still a need for a community of, for, for, I think there is still a need for reaching this community where, where our target audience basically. And it would be a shame for TFF just to disappear like Teens Got Sense because I just pulled up their site and it's defunct. Like it's Teens Got Sense is like literally no more. And that's just sad. Wow. Um, and I'm not saying that as like a competitor, like, yeah, our competitor died. Now it's all just us. I'm like, I'm literally like, you know, it is sad that that organization is no more. All the hours she put into it, all the hours contributors put into it, the community that I imagine they had there, they hadn't, they had in-person events at one point. It was all super cool and I wish it was still around and growing. Um, what makes a long-lasting, growing, healthy organization? What does that look like? What's, what are the components involved in that? 
how do you create a community? How do you create a community that's going to grow and last with time? How do you, I guess it's like, that's really the key question right there. All my other questions kind of point to that. It's like, that's our end goal that we want it to last with time and we want it to last and we want it to be like a thriving organization, not just like, you know, dying out every six months or something. Um, But it's also not like, there is no one-stop shop answer to it. Like we can't just install one person and it's going to be fine for 20 years because each new person that comes in to lead it is going to grow up eventually. And they'll probably personally grow in their own lives and want to transition on to other things. So, and, and there's always going to be youth who are looking for a community in this personal finance and entrepreneurship space. Like that's always going to be around. So I guess the ultimate question, your, your answer to, to my other question um, your answer to my other questions and my takeaway personally and my, my answers to my own questions from earlier kind of lead me to looking at it slightly different. And instead of worrying about turning a profit or all these other things, I'm more asking like the focus, I guess, for myself now is how do you create a long lasting growing organization? How do you create a community that new people, new youth find, become a part of, and then the most passionate of those youth naturally are incentivized and graduate to leading the organization and continuing its legacy, I guess. And that's not an easy thing to tackle. No. Not at all. Not at all. I think the answer is kind of intuitive a little bit where you kind of said it yourself there's no there's not going to be a single person that is able to do this for 20 years and basically carry out the the organization's life through the end of their life right Mm -hmm. and so the answer is it needs to have a clear vision um that, like I said earlier, transcends any one leader. Right. And I think that's... It needs to become like an open public public thing. Yeah. Because that's like, that's the only way, um, as I was kind of thinking about, like, I don't know what Good to Great said about this, but I'm guessing that was probably the difference between the companies that last 30 years and the companies that last 100 years was if they had that clear vision. Because if you think about it, the original uh, founder has the vision in their head, whether they're able to articulate it to the company or not. I'm probably in the boat of, uh, as of now, I'm not super able to articulate the, the vision well. At, as I said, like I, I didn't have a clear vision in the beginning. Right. Um, and so maybe that's the step to making this a more smooth transition or something that really lasts long is coming up with that clear and defined vision um, so that, when that original founder steps away and they're not able to express the vision to the uh, rest of the team, there's still the overarching vision so that the team can see what the original founder was trying to accomplish and continue that. Um, We have like our mission statement, but 
I don't know if we need some sort of like defined vision goals. I don't know. Um, but I wonder if that would make this transition easier at all if we had yeah. that. You know, in some sense, what I think you could do is um, on the topic of the mission statement. It's a, I don't think it's a bad mission statement by any means. It's very noble. Um, but it is somewhat maybe vague. Mm-hmm. Maybe the question you should strive to answer that we should both strive to answer, because I mean, I'm going to be in your role soon enough, um, is that when we tell someone about TFF or when someone joins TFF um, and they ask, well, what are you doing this for? Why does TFF exist? Um, what's TFF's purpose, I guess? Kind of like, that's the core question that everyone's wondering. Because like, if I went out to a, someone, to a youth, someone 17 years old, interested in personal finance, and said, hey, do you want to blog for TFF? Would you want to join our podcast team? Would you want to do X, Y, or Z? Would you just want to be an active member of our community? The number one question, even if they wouldn't say it, they might say it in a different, a million different ways. But I think the number one core question everyone would always ask is why should I join? Like, what is TFF doing? Why does it exist? What is this goal? What is its purpose as an organization? And I don't know if a flowery mission statement would answer that best. Mm. It's got to be really, really basic and maybe. Not, I don't know if heartfelt is the right word, but like to the point um, rather than a paragraph that tries to cover a bunch of things, just saying, well, TFF exists as a community for youth to learn about personal finances and become financially free. Mm-hmm. And people can kind of think about that and they're like, either they're on board with that or they're not, either they're interested in that or not. Um, they might hear them be like, ugh, finances. Couldn't think of anything more dry. No, I'm good. Hmm. Or they might hear them be like, oh my word, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yes, I would love to talk to more people like interested in this stuff that are also my age. And no, like I'm not completely crazy. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of the initial thoughts that come to mind. When you tell an adult that, they're like, there's no question about, there's no confusion. There's no, okay, so what does exactly is TFF do? Or what's it, like, what is TFF? You know, it just clicks and makes sense. They're like, oh, yeah, my nephew, he's your age. He should be in that group. I'll text to him, <laughs> right? That kind of thing. Um, that's what comes to mind. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.